Hi, this is Dan Keogh, Chairman and CEO of Holmes Murphy and co-CEO of BrokerTech Ventures. Please join us on October 31st at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas for BrokerTech Connect, providing broker-centric insights you won't want to miss. Curious about insure-tech startups, VC, AI, supply chain, and digital distribution? We've got you covered. Don't miss your chance to network, learn, and grow at the only broker-centric event at ITC, BrokerTech Connect. Tickets are limited. So reserve your spot at BrokerTechVentures.com. BrokerTech Connect, where innovation meets connection. Tuesday, October 31st, Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. Event details and content are subject to change. Welcome to another episode of InsureTech Leaders, fueling the tech-enabled broker. Brought to you by BrokerTech Ventures. Our guest today is Margot Giles, Chief Executive Officer of Iris. All right. Hi, Margot. Thank you so much for joining us today. We just wanted to talk to you a little bit about who you are and what you do with Iris. So tell us your name and what do you do? That is like my favorite subject. So my name is Margot Giles. I am the CEO and founder of Iris InsureTech. And Iris, for lack of a a billion sentence long description of what Iris is, we are an agency and broker management system for any client facing management process for insurance. So tell us about Iris and the company's mission and core values. So I think we have to go back a little bit to understand like why we're here and and what it is that we're trying to achieve. So um, I spent most of my career as an insurance agent, a CSR in operations. I did a brief stint as CFO. So we came from, and most of our founders came from uh, an insurance specific background. And when we started to look at our operations and our tech stack and how we wanted to run the companies, it just felt like there was a hole that was missing for people that were building the technology. They weren't actually sitting in the seats of any of these producers or CSRs. And so especially like you might find some insure tech executives that had held executive positions in insurance and they had a lot of knowledge, but there was definitely a gap between an executive role and like a CSR or an agent who's actually hands on keyboard using the systems on a daily basis. And so we felt that those voices were very underrepresented in how we were actually building software long-term. And so our core values are 100% user-centric. It's it's actually the customer that we're focusing on the most. And so that whole journey led us to finally doing, which is, which is something that is a huge feat, which is creating an AMS, a system as large and as ambitious as Iris. Uh, but we feel very confident that keeping that customer client relationship focused at the core of everything we build is what's making us so successful. So how old is Iris? And talk to us a little bit about being a newer in the insure tech industry and in the insurance industry overall. Iris, the entity is new, but we always joke that it's it's probably a combined 60 years in the making between all of the founders, right? So like we've been around for about two and a half years um, have changed direction many times, like just like many startups do. We, we started focusing on payment processing and financing and then sort of moved over time towards that the big AMS build. But yeah, I, I, I love to joke that it's probably, yes, we're two years old, but we're probably more like 60. <laughs> and then how did Iris get connected with Broker Tech Ventures? 
Yeah. So we, I mean, having been in the insurance space and then for the last five years being in the, just the insurance tech space, everybody knows broker tech. I mean, everybody knows BTV. They have a fantastic reputation of their values align very much with ours, which was how do we help the agent? How do we help the broker? Like that's the focus. And so for us, it was a no brainer that when we felt we were ready, we were, we wanted to align with broker tech ventures and sort of everything that they were working towards as well. So to you, how important is representation at Iris and then representation overall in the insure tech industry? There's like so many levels of representation that we could talk about, right? Because we're a, a female owned and led company and diversity of thought, uh, diversity and inclusion, like all of that is such a key component of like as a company ethos. But again, I think representation, it started from feeling underrepresented even as a user in the software that we were, you know, asked to participate in in everyday life. And so I think the core of, of everything we do comes from that of want to have, wanting to have a seat at the table and wanting people to focus back on representation. Who's using the product? What do they look like? You know, we, I think it's 60% of CSRs and in, in insurance are women. Where were the women? In, in the product builds, where were the female engineers? Where were the female product managers? They were just non-existent. So for us, not just represent the user in a software process, but having those users look like the pool that, they're tr that we're trying to serve and what do those people look like and what are their needs? And so I think that was just so key for us. So you mentioned being female, um, which is pretty awesome, especially in this industry. <laughs> But could you share with us your experience as a woman leader in the insure tech industry and what you like most and where you'd like to see some change? I mean, I, I've said this on a couple of podcasts and it's still very true today. I think a woman's journey to the, even the C-suite or, and, and I think this is very representative of, of insurance and tech is usually very different than her male counterparts. So, you know, a lot of times you'll see males start through a sales like they'll start in a sales role, they'll they'll succeed in sales, then they'll jump into a management role and then from management, so on and so forth. But I think women, we have this amazing convoluted journey, you know, like I started as in a CSR role and then I had kids and then I came back and then I got into operations. And, and I think our journey, our path is so different than our male counterparts. And I think we should celebrate that because had I not had all of those twists and turns, I don't think I would have the knowledge and the experience to run a company that takes, especially as a startup, a lot of different hats. There's a lot of roles you have to play as CEO when you're in a, a startup. And for women, I think we're actually sometimes, I'm a little biased, but I think we're sometimes a little bit better prepared because we've had those managing households and twists and turns and, and taking time off to have children and coming back. And it just isn't such a linear path for us. And so I think is in the insure tech space, I am extraordinarily encouraged by the fact that we're starting to kind of peel away what we think a successful resume looks like for a CEO or for an insurance representative. And we're starting to embrace that a little bit more that it doesn't have to be this one linear path. I think Personally, where I see we could do a little bit better is representing people of color. Uh, you know, I think there's been a big push for that the female empowerment movement is, is the first to kind of to gain momentum. 
But I still feel that there's a lot of underrepresentation for people of color. So that would be if I could ping anybody and say, like, what do you want to focus on? It's how do we raise voices up? Because the insurance industry is just as diverse as any other industry that we, we need to address that. Talk to us about your recent achievement on a successful C round. Like, what does that look like? First and foremost, because some of us know and a lot of us don't who might be listening. And then what advice do you have for startups beginning that C funding adventure? Yeah, it was, I think no matter how many times someone told me this was going to be difficult, I was like, yeah, I've done a lot of difficult things in my life. I'll, I'll be all right. And it was way worse than I anticipated. <laughs> I probably went into it a little more rose colored glasses, you know, because we were coming out of the idea phase and we were into the sort of the nitty gritty of product release. And so raising at that moment, it was tough. And then you add on the fact that it's just been a harsh environment for anybody to raise any investment in, regardless of race or sex or, or product. It's just, but it was tough. It's been tough. So yeah, it was, it was a journey. I think for us being so successful, a lot of it depended on our advisors that we chose early on. I will say that just asking for help. So if I didn't know the answer to something, or if, if I needed more information, or if it was something that I had never done, I had never raised in venture capital. It was my first time. And so there was just acronyms and processes and things that, you know, you just don't know until you go through the process. And so just being open to being like, I made a terrible mistake. How do I fix it? And use and leaning on those advisors to, to give us that sort of path forward. It was just brute force. It was wake up every morning, had a clear vision. I knew what we wanted to raise. And every, every action I took that day was geared towards, am I solving this? Am I, am I working towards this goal? And it was relentless. Like it was relentless. And there was a lot that, you know, that you sacrifice a little bit in your personal life to do that. Uh, but knowing, knowing it was short-term and working towards that goal. I think if, if there's any advice I'd give someone, like if you get up every day and you do the things that you want towards the goal, eventually it will happen. And that's just brute force. <laughs> that's how we did it. And then what's next for Iris? Oh my God, there's so much. You know, now that we've closed out the raise, um, a lot of what we're focusing on is, you know, expanding the company and growing, bringing on new clients. Um, we are, you know, expanding the product. So now we have some steam to stretch that product, even though we are already a little bit revolutionary or a little bit unorthodox in how we approach software and the way that users use it. Now we can really start to take that even a step further and start diving into some cutting edge technology, looking at generative AI and how that works inside of an AMS and having everything very tightly coupled on the product side so that we can deliver product really fast, like great features, you know, every two weeks, that's sort of our main focus right now. And just getting the word out. Like I said, we are like, we're an AMS, but we're very different from what people have been used to using. And so just educating the market on why we're different and what we're doing and why it's, it's been successful for our beta clients, then I think that's probably where we're going to be focusing. InsureTech Connect is right around the corner. Um, what excites you and Iris the most about InsureTech Connect? We started an initiative with the group at ITC to make sure that we had female representation on panels and we started the, the women in leadership panel forum. And so this year I know that ITC is expanding that they've asked us to participate. So they're going to be featuring 
female uh, tech startups and they're going to have a whole symposium around it. So for me, I'm excited to see something that we started years ago grow incrementally every year and, and for it to be a feature event at ITC. That's that's fantastic. So for us, we're looking forward to representing <laughs> at ITC. And then if Iris could be remembered for one thing, what would you want that to be? Oh my God, that's so hard. There's so many good things. If Iris could could be remembered for one thing, it was, it is, it will be, changing the way that people think about software and insurance. Changing the mindset from, ugh, I have to use this program. Or you know what I mean? Like this, like, oh, I have to log into my computer today and do my work to, I can't wait to do X, Y, Z, or look how close I am to my goal. Or I'm so excited to like to engage with this software. Like that. for us, it's all about changing the customer mindset from a negative experience to a positive one. And then the hardest question of the day. <laughs> These are all pretty hard. <laughs> Margot, how would you describe what you do for a living to your family members? Or if your family members were sitting around the table and you asked them to describe what you did, what would they respond? Oh my goodness. I'm positive that my family thinks I'm like an IT specialist because every time, <laughs> every time anything breaks, my mom, my dad, they're like, Hey, uh, the printer's down. I can't get Netflix to work on TV. I'm like, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't know how to help you. I think that's what my family envisions when they think about what I, what I do all day at work. But I think if they were to describe it, it would be, they understand it's insurance focused and they understand it's really cool. And I, I talk a lot. So I think that's how they would probably describe it. <laughs> I love that. And then where can listeners learn more about you and about Iris? So I am very active on LinkedIn. I do a lot of thought leadership. I love to write about my experiences as an, as an insurance agent and then also on the tech side. And I do a lot of female um, and entrepreneurship thought leadership as well. So LinkedIn is a really great place. And then iriscloud.com is our website. And we are adding to that website every day as we grow. So there's look for new content there, but we're always posting and always active on social. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Margo, for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of InsureTech Leaders, fueling the tech-enabled broker. Until next time. Hi, this is Dan Keogh. Chairman and CEO of Holmes Murphy and co-CEO of BrokerTech Ventures. Please join us on October 31st at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas for BrokerTech Connect, providing broker-centric insights you won't want to miss. Curious about insure-tech startups, VC, AI, supply chain, and digital distribution? We've got you covered. Don't miss your chance to network, learn, and grow at the only broker-centric event at ITC, BrokerTech Connect. Tickets are limited, so reserve your spot at brokertechventures.com. BrokerTech Connect, where innovation meets connection. Tuesday, October 31st, Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. Event details and content are subject to change.